to be honest. I feel like a big reason my friendship with Grace works is because we're both pushovers. Hello everyone and welcome back to To Be Honest. I'm your host, Grace. <laughs> and I'm your host, Amy. Welcome back to our part three of Good Personness. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about why good personness might not always be a good thing. People who view themselves as good people or people who put a lot of effort into being kind and putting other people first might struggle with being called a pushover and being taken advantage of and being called naive, aka um, my dad whenever I talk to him about Grace and how great she is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So while we're here, I'll just ask you outright, Grace, do you think you're naive? I think to a certain extent, yes, but it just doesn't bother me all that much. I feel like it's almost like being self-sacrificial a little bit, where maybe the perfect person would not be naive, like they would be aware of the world, but also um, I think like the perfect version of myself is someone who is a little bit naive or like the version of myself that I want to be and I don't think that necessarily takes away from anything like I strive to be someone with a variety of life experiences that I can draw on I strive to be someone who's like experienced a lot so that they can relate to other people and be able to help them in times of need but I think that there's something beautiful about like even though you experience all this stuff you still kind of hope hold on to that like light and hope in the world and still like you're not weathered by all your experiences like not being jaded yeah like you're not jaded or like cynical and I think it's interesting because there's that archetype of um being like innocent and naive and childlike and I feel like those things always go hand in hand and Mm. um I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing I don't think that it should be used as necessarily like an insult of any kind because I think it's actually a really beautiful thing, like I said, to be able to have all these life experiences but still be able to see the good in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that reminds me of (laughs) this poem that got shoved in her face in grade 9 and 10. I think it was something (laughs) like The Four Seasons, not the the Vivaldi song, Um, (laughs) but it like it um, likens each season to like the seasons of life and it kind of talks about how there's like the loss of innocence oh also in uh, what is it called the outsiders like stay stay yes. golden pony boy, stay golden the pony boy. There we go. yeah where there is a certain beauty in staying naive and staying innocent and not letting like life's harsh realities get to you and starting to feel like pessimistic about everything. I remember this is also kind of an idea that came up when we were talking about optimism, I think, where if you think of like naive people, you think people who don't like understand how the world works they don't understand the bad parts of the world they don't understand like all the dangers out there they think everyone is good they they, and they're ultimately gonna get hurt and then they will become that jaded old adult person later on in life yeah but then as we talked about in our optimism episode 
Um, of course, as Grace was saying, it's good to have a healthy understanding of life and make sure that you're able to protect yourself. But also, things tend to go a lot better for you when you hold a more optimistic view of things and when you hold a more optimistic view of people as well, I think. Like, we talked about this idea in part part one of Good Christmas. <laughs> yeah, make sure to go listen to the previous two episodes before this one, by the way. Um, but we discussed the idea of whether your perspective or like your cynicism um, of other people, if you think other people are bad people, will affect your quote unquote good personness yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think the um, answer we came to was kind of yes, because I feel like it is uh, very common in a lot of cases where the quote unquote bad people will tend to display that bad person behavior because they think they're protecting themselves and it's necessary to hurt others to keep your best interests in heart. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. think you're naive, Amy? Weirdly enough, I feel like I haven't really thought about that. Um, I haven't really been called naive, not to the extent that my dad calls you naive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, it's no, not it's an okay. insult though, but no, um, I don't take it as one. I don't know. I haven't been hurt by a lot of people, and I haven't had a lot of like bad experiences that would lead me to believe that everyone wants to hurt me and stuff like that. Um, so I just think I've never really been put in a position where where naivety has been an issue. But I do think I believe in people's good nature a little less than grace. Like, when someone is not, uh, for example, if someone's, like, not really contributing in a group project or something like that, or I feel like someone's doing something dishonorable, um, I hope no one who I know listens to this, but I know this one person who, like, goes on Uber Eats, and he orders the food, and then he, like, reports it as never having arrived, so then, like, he doesn't have to pay for it, even though it did, and that, that just annoys me, and that makes me think, like, I kind of label him as a bad person, but yeah, I am a lot more likely than Grace to jump the gun and call someone a bad person or to condemn someone for behavior, whereas I feel like Grace usually gives people a lot more benefit of the doubt. Yeah, but again, I don't think, I've never really been put in a position where I feel like me being naive has been an issue what about you i was gonna say amy you're naive Mm -hmm. now how do you feel (laughs) i don't know i don't think many people have said it to my face necessarily but i think like i guess in a way it is implied maybe but i think that people generally okay i think this is another reflection of the way you treat the world is kind of the way that they'll generally tend to treat you Mm -hmm. in the case where people generally tend to replace the word naive with like i don't know altruistic or some other adjective rather than saying naive outright to my face yeah yeah. um not that i say it as a bad not that i see naivety as necessarily a bad thing But I don't think, Mm -hmm. like, in terms of how it makes me feel, it doesn't make me feel bad in any sort of way. It's just, like, very neutral. Like I said earlier, it almost aligns a little bit with the kind of person that I want to be. Like, kind of like the innocent archetype, if that makes Mm. any sense. Because it's almost like, you know how as I was growing up, I always, like, kind of almost wanted to be that innocent person in the friend group? Yeah, you still are. 
Yeah, I still am. But it's a lot less because, like, people are trying a lot less hard to seem grown up at this age, you know? Oh, you mean, like, as, like, kids, everyone tries to seem, like, grown up and cool? Yeah. And now we are grown up and cool, and we're just like, please, let me go back to elementary school. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe it's also just, like, the friend circles that I surround myself with, you know? Probably. I think the connotations of being naive is someone who doesn't know how to protect themselves so i know with you you are sometimes kind to a fault okay maybe not to a fault but you're kind to the point where some people might take advantage of that so where would you draw the line between being a good person and being a pushover and how do you stop that from happening or if you do (laughs) (laughs) okay i have this is kind of bad maybe i'm a hypocrite but i kind of have like a personal answer and an objective answer that I've, I'd give someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think this comes from a place where, like I was talking about two episodes ago, I don't think I care all that much about being taken advantage of, or at least in most cases in my life, um, where it's just like, if people, if I'm able to help people a little bit more, that doesn't make me feel bad about myself or it doesn't make Mm. me feel like I've been cheated out on you know because Mm. it's that idea of being able to offer kindness and not not expect anything in return so it doesn't feel like you're necessarily being cheated out on anything if someone doesn't give that reciprocal kindness back to you I guess Um, so so maybe in a way I could be seen as a pushover Um, (laughs) but it doesn't really bother me like I get um happiness and feel fulfillment from being able to help other people so it never really makes me feel like I've really been taken advantage of it never really makes me feel angry or annoyed or frustrated about that Mm. um and I think that like okay this is this one quote that I heard once and I love it's um vengeance is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies and basically what this is trying to say is that vengeance is like the only person you're really harming is yourself and you're like hoping that it harms the other person but really you're just poisoning your own mindset and you're letting that person or something that person did like live rent free in your head when they don't necessarily really deserve to or when it would be easier to, um, like, just kind of move on with your life. So this is something else that, like, goes hand in hand with that, which is, like, mm-hmm. um, forgive but remember, forgive but don't forget, and I think that's another really good one. But essentially, in this case, it's kind of just, like, I don't feel the need to hold grudges because I feel like it does more harm to myself than it does good, and I just, like, don't honestly don't care that much about Mm -hmm. someone like quote-unquote taking advantage of me in that way I guess so so a lot of it is kind of like being the bigger person right I guess so in a way yeah I think it's like different depending on the circumstance in this case I'm talking about like in terms of being taken advantage of um I'm talking exclusively about like offering a kind act and someone maybe not appreciating it or maybe not returning it which I think is, like, fine, personally, I don't care about it that much. 
the vision that like comes into my head when I think of someone being a pushover is there's one friend who is like a little more selfish I guess and they keep on asking like their other friend to help them with something so like oh can you help me do my homework oh can you help me like do all of this stuff and then someone who just like keeps on asking without really taking like the other person's feelings into consideration and I feel like it's not necessarily the effort that it takes to complete the tasks itself that will get on people's nerves or that's the issue but it feels more like the power dynamic maybe this is just like my viewpoint on it but it's just like the fact that someone is making you do something and you kind of don't have a reason to um other than being a nice person and just wanting to help them out but it's not like they necessarily deserve it (laughs) that might rub people the wrong way does it make sense yeah you know it's interesting i think this happens more with me with people who are in like the same grade as me or younger than me Mm -hmm. what do you mean by that so okay in terms of like quote-unquote good acts or helpful acts that you do for other people Mm-hmm. Like, for example, driving people places or helping people with homework, like tutoring, volunteering stuff. Mm-hmm. All of these examples of these helpful acts usually happen with um, me and someone who's either the same grade as me or someone younger than me. And just thinking about what you're saying about the power dynamic, I've, because I was trying to think of a situation where this happened with someone who has a quote-unquote higher power dynamic than me, and I couldn't think of a situation. Interesting. I guess, like, I guess, like, I could say people like you or Zoe or my friends who are a year older, but, like, you guys are, like, my friends, you know? And, like, really close friends, so it's kind of different. And it doesn't feel like I have a power dynamic with you guys at all. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't really referring to, like, the person who's asking for, like, the other thing has to be in a position of power, But more like the fact that you're helping them out kind of without a reason and they're asking you to establishes a weird power dynamic in the relationship. So they don't have to be older than you or anything, but if you have a friend who like always asks you to do stuff for them and you always oblige, then it does feel a bit odd. Like, am I your servant? (laughs) I guess so. But like, um, from what I was thinking about is I feel like especially when you're in like middle school, elementary school, high school, there's kind of almost an unspoken grade power dynamic at play. Mm, I guess so. You know? Yeah. And I feel like I feel like maybe it would be different if it was someone who was like a grade older than you, who you weren't all that close to asking you to do all this stuff, mm. as opposed to someone who's in your grade or a year younger. And mm. I feel like this is something else. I would say that good people still stand for things and like pushovers or maybe people pleasers sometimes don't as much. I think that I think that like these things align with my morals, my values, how I want to live my life. I think yeah. being a pushover um, crosses a line where you're starting to do things that you don't necessarily want to do or yeah. things that don't align with your morals or your values and stuff like that. Okay, this is what I think. So I think there's like someone who perfectly aligns with their values on one side um, in the middle, a people pleaser, and then kind of, like, a little bit further, a pushover. Whereas, like, I think a people pleaser mm. slightly more sticks to their values than a pushover does, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. Because I feel like a people pleaser, they tend to people please in ways, like, to make the people around them happy, but I think they still tend to stick to their core values. Like, they might sacrifice certain, um, certain things or certain parts of themselves, but I think overall they still, like, stand in with their core values. Whereas, like, pushovers, I think could basically be persuaded to do anything or to leave like any of their values behind Mm -hmm. yeah that's just what i was about to say too that i think the main difference is that pushovers don't want to do whatever they're being asked to do but they do it anyways just because Mm -hmm. they're trying to avoid conflict or something like that and that made me remember in part one of the good person episode like we were discussing grace's psyche and why is she's such a good person and why I couldn't be as good of a good person as she is and then what we came to is Grace just cares a lot less about random things so with me and my fried banana incident like Grace would have just not cared about the fried banana that much and honestly <laughs> with like the driving people around example too like I don't mind driving people around but like sometimes it does annoy me just like a little bit <laughs> it might just because, because like I'm I'm kind of frugal and then I'm just like oh my god my gas money and also <laughs> I am one of those people that are perpetually late uh, I'm painting myself in a terrible light right now <laughs> but I, I'm like the type of person who procrastinates and like leaves the house at the very last minute so then if you tell me to leave 10 minutes earlier to pick you up I'm kind of just like <laughs> Um, but in Grace's case, like, she doesn't care as much. She wakes up at 6.30 in the morning anyways, so <laughs> she doesn't mind leaving, like, 10 minutes earlier to go pick someone up, and mm-hmm. um, she doesn't care as much about these random things that a lot of other people would care about, which allows her to be such a good person, but not necessarily a pushover, because she likes helping the people out, and then the inconvenience doesn't actually feel like a super large inconvenience to her. Yeah. I think yeah. I think that's like about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just like doesn't bother me that much. I feel like that's been my answer to so many of these questions. Just like doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting. Why doesn't it bother you? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think okay, part of it I think it's because like the person who I want to be aligns with this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think part of it might be so you know, we can't go an episode without talking about the Enneagram, which is this oh, personality oh, test. We didn't talk about it in part two of Good Personness. Oh, we didn't. You're right. Okay, we did talk about it episode. in part one. Okay, every other episode. But it's this personality type test, and we talk about it quite a bit. And um, some of like my core personality types, well, I'm like a nine, which is the peacemaker Mm -hmm. um but I also have a very high like number two which is I think like the caretaker the helper Mm -hmm. um and as a result of those I think just like the core values of who I am and like how I function kind of align in a way where um I don't care that much about like power dynamics or like, mm. what's, what's, I feel like I'm missing the right word. I don't know if those are the right words, but I don't care about that all that much. And you know, I think that kind of applies to other areas of life as well. Not necessarily just in like personal relationships, but Grace also doesn't care a lot about like grades and prestige 
and a lot of these other I guess more materialistic or superficial things that other people care about Mm, yeah I okay I think I've like kind of distanced myself from those knowing that like to obsess over them makes me extremely unhappy and also in a way we always Amy and I always talk about this but I think I have like maybe not the most self-confidence sometimes but I think I have a lot of academic confidence or like a confidence school-wise where I don't necessarily need um the boost from maybe feeling a power dynamic or like grades to make me happy and I don't want to rely on those to make me happy you know and also I think it's a bit of a power move to be able to not rely on those to make you happy I think so too (laughs) it's like it's another it's like the ultimate indicator of confidence to just care maybe live on with your life yeah (laughs) um i'm so sorry but i'm going to reference divergent again Um, but yeah a lot of the like qualities that you're bringing up and we're talking about really reminds me of like abignation again which is like the (laughs) selflessness one but i remember like doesn't the protagonist like tris decide that she doesn't fit in with that faction because mm-hmm. she couldn't deny herself of like what her wants anymore yeah if I recall correctly I think so yeah but it seems like you would thrive <laughs> <laughs> yeah well okay I don't know I feel like as we mentioned in the first episode it's like a bunch of all of these things mixed up together mm-hmm. and I would not like I would not say that any other person should necessarily, like, live the life that I live or strive to live the life that I live, if that makes sense, because I feel like it's a very certain type of person you have to be to be able to, like, thrive in that environment and feel happy in it, because I feel like, I don't know, like, it takes a certain amount of not really caring. I feel like there's, like, probably a larger conversation in like philosophy (laughs) about this type of stuff as well because like i know there's hedonism right which is um just like following your innate desires and stuff like that and you're a little like anti-hedonistic in some ways as in like you don't really have strong desires and you don't really have the motivation to follow them and fulfill those and you'd rather make people happy in view of that Okay, and bringing it back a little bit, I know some other people, like, they would look at you being a, quote-unquote, pushover from, like, other people's Mm -hmm. eyes, and then Mm -hmm. they're just gonna go, you know, that girl has no self-respect, or they might just think you have, like, no confidence, or, like, you don't have an ego or stuff like that, which is why you're so kind and why you help other people, and what do you have to say to them? (laughs) (laughs) I think... By now we've circled around this enough that, like, I think it's kind of obvious that I just don't, like, feel like I care enough about what I want. And I Mm -hmm. feel like I don't take it seriously enough to where I feel the need to defend myself on this stuff. So this is kind of just, like, how I want to live my life, you know? And if you Mm -hmm. think I'm a pushover, that's fine. I've never been called a pushover in my life, I don't think. Like, authentically um yeah yeah. because of how like this is again going back to how other people reflect how you treat them like I've been defended by other people 
on like people defend me on my yeah, behalf yeah, yeah. way more and they help me stand up for myself or they encourage me to stand up for myself sometimes which is really mm-hmm. nice and I just like don't feel the need honestly to like defend myself against people who think that because I feel mm-hmm. like it's one of those situations where you would just be drawing attention in the wrong places this is a bit of a tangent but like especially when you're working with children You really start to realize, like, how much good can be gained if you just put your attention in the people who are interested in, like, this positive energy and interested in being there and, like, you know, stuff like that, rather than trying to put a bunch of attention on discipline or, like, um, speaking back, fighting back at the haters oh or whatever. Oh <laughs> yeah. Any, any so, experiences make you say that? It's more of just, like, what I've been told, like, by other very experienced educators, and also just, mm. like, um, the personal experiences from, like, seeing how beneficial it is to kind of just, like, put your attention on the positive energy instead of kind of addressing and putting your attention on the negative. So I think like I probably wouldn't really defend um my life decisions. I think I would just like be like, well, this is how I choose to live my life. <laughs> I don't know if I lack an ego. <laughs> um maybe but maybe so. that's not a bad thing. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you have Okay, I can't say you have an ego with a straight face, but I think you have self-confidence, <laughs> and I think you respect yourself, and I think you're able to be so kind and put other people's needs before your own, just because, one, you don't care that much, and then two, it like aligns with who you want to be, and you want to help people and stuff like that, and... I think that line of like lacking self-respect would kind of only apply if you were an actual pushover. Actually, someone who was putting themselves in uncomfortable situations or making themselves do things that they didn't really want to just because other people told them to or because they wanted to avoid conflict. So in that case, I think it is right to stand up for yourself. You know what's really interesting about that? Like, yeah. it all comes down to me just, like, not really caring about yeah. how I feel. Because yeah. I'm thinking about it. Like, if someone cared, then they would be a pushover. Yeah, yeah, Like, exactly. even in situations, because I'm like, yeah, in most situations I help people and that makes me feel fulfilled. But, like, going back to me as a people pleaser, a lot of the time, like, in small things about, like, For example, if I had a similar fried banana incident, um, like, if I cared more, then, yeah, that would cause, like, you know, problems and maybe resentment and stuff, and it all Mm -hmm. comes back down to, like, me just not really caring about what I want that much and still feeling happy whatever happens. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. like, I am a people pleaser. A lot of the time with these small things, I do just go with whatever other people want. And a lot of the time, I have trouble making decisions on things. And I ask, like, hey, what do you want? Um, And I'm okay with the result. And, like, if I cared a little bit more about, like, what I wanted, then maybe I would be a pushover. Hmm. Interesting. Wait, I had something to say. Oh, and you know what this conversation is also making me realize that I think a lot about power dynamics. <laughs> 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 Whether that be a better or a good. But I feel like 
the issue with like not having self-respect and being a pushover only becomes an issue when one person is like <laughs> asserting dominance over another person and the other person like feels like they're being asserted dominance over <laughs> if that makes sense so in grace's situation like she genuinely doesn't care so if like we're going out to eat somewhere and then and then the person's like oh i want to go to this place and then grace is like okay this place sounds good let's just go here but hypothetically if i was in a situation where we were deciding where to eat and then the other person really wanted pho but then i was a pho hater um i actually love pho but <laughs> hypothetically then it would become a bit of an issue because I wouldn't be standing up for myself. So I wouldn't be considering my needs. And I feel like in that situation, it would kind of come down to like me not having enough confidence or me thinking that another person is above me in some way. Because I feel like you would only let yourself be talked down to either if you were super adverse to conflict or if you just thought that you weren't as important as the other person Oh my gosh, Amy, Power dynamics. the example yeah. that you pulled from thin air about pho actually applies to me. Because, oh, like, no. I don't like pho all that much. Mm -hmm. I like it, but I don't like it all that much. Um, and as someone who isn't really a picky eater, it's probably, like, you know, one of the few things that I don't <laughs> like all that much. That's so funny. <laughs> and, and a while ago, we had this Lunar New Year festival, and at the end of it, um, one of the guys invited, like, a bunch of the organizers to have dinner together. Oh, and they were debating where to go, and they were like, let's go have pho. And so <sighs> I had pho with them, and I enjoyed it, because I enjoyed my time with them. And it was so funny, the fact that you pulled that example out of thin air, <laughs> and I literally, like, had this experience. <laughs> <laughs> we're connected what can i say yeah literally mind reader and with that i think we finally we finally gone through all of our notes the, all of the things that we wanted to talk about about mm -hmm. being a good person so yeah. yay us um if you'd like to send us your congratulations or you know just any thoughts <laughs> on this episode or like if you related to anything i'm actually really curious about people's core motivations for things because you know there's that common conception of oh you'll be more happy if you help other people but sometimes i wonder how true that like to what extent is that true for different people and you know if you just related or have any thoughts that you'd like to share on that please don't hesitate to send us a dm via instagram we are at to be honest pod mm -hmm. and i hope you thoroughly enjoyed our very deep dive into the psyche of grace and our case study on what makes someone such a good person and as always, thank you so much for your support. If you wanted to hop on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave a rating, then it'd be much appreciated. Or share the podcast with anyone who you think might be interested. You know, maybe these episodes will be good to come back to if I ever do, like, find myself on the verge of an existential crisis. Okay, so when you're a prime a minister, <laughs> you come back and then go like, oh, this was me in high school. <laughs> We're looking forward to seeing you again next week with a different episode. So we'll see you, see you next, next week. week.